How's everyone doing? It's Dead Law Session 3 time. It's 7.02 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, I don't know where the rest of y'all are at, whatever. Uh, but it's, <laughs> wow. it's time It's time to play some play some tabletop games. Y'all excited for this week? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yes. Absolutely. This is already Session 3. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right? There's so here's the thing though is that like the 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 gut reaction is like oh this is already session three that's crazy but then the other gut reaction is like this is only it's session only three? session three <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting started all right so let's go ahead and dive in let's uh, let's check in on our heroes of Southpaw they have become plural. First, I think we're going to check in on what's happening at the sheriff station. So let's get our sheriff station going. We've got, I believe we left Lynn, Nicodemus, and Chance here. Uh, yep. Alongside uh, the recently awoken He's okay. Sheriff Stilton. He's awake. I, I wouldn't say okay, but he ain't dead yet. And we also got Kit here. And it seems like uh, our three players here were about to take their leave. But as you pass by chance, you notice Stilton gripping at the leg of your pants. And he says something softly, but it's too soft for you to hear. You might have to lean down. So Definitely you know. stopping to lean down. All right. He says, meowdy chance. <laughs> meow, meow, sheriff. You could could you make sure that Bucky stays out of trouble? Would you? It ain't worth nobody getting hurt on my account. Yeehaw! I'll do my best, sheriff. Thank you kindly, Chance. <sighs> okay, we best best make our way over to the church, boys. Out we go. <laughs> Heading out from the sheriff station, out onto the streets of Southpaw. Nicodemus, Lynn, and Chance run into Conrad, who appears to have walked at least a few paces away from the church at the end of Main Street. What kind of state is Conrad in right now? Uh, just not really um, processing everything that's happened so far. I mean, a lot's happened uh, in the last few hours. Um, I just stepped aside and let a man be shot by Beck. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of wild. And uh, I'm doing my best to try to get this weird little gremlin on my side. And uh, yeah, so things are a bit weird right now. Uh, are you over by the little gremlin man at this point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we fed him some toes and he was satiated, so he seems to be uh, compliant, at least for now. He looks out of this world in bliss right now. And we actually have a little hand out of that. His belly oh, no. is so full of toes. Oh, no. He's having a good old time. No. 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 Not the demon skunk art. <laughs> no. 
Insert art uh, courtesy of Demon Skunk. Thank you very much. <laughs> he has opposable toes. His hands are toes. That's, that's where you went. That's where you went with that. I'm trying to gather information, all right? Okay. So actually, give me a science check for Conrad. Now that, that that's actually relevant to something. Okay, okay. Chat is collectively saying no. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Damn, you know exactly what's going on with this polydactyl motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> scientifically polydactyl. speaking, he doesn't have toes. He just has fingers on his feet. Oh, I guess yeah, that, that makes sense. Why he's, uh, he's so that's, obsessed with them. That's how, we, that's how they survive in that universe. They evolved to not have toes. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get gobbled up. Uh. He'll get gobbled. Gobble, gobble, y'all. But... As you, uh, <laughs> uh, as the three of you uh, encounter Conrad and his very satiated goblin, you also see in the distance someone crouched over a body. You see the shadowed form of Taslin Beck, and it doesn't take you long to realize that he is standing over what used to be the deputy of Southpaw. So Beck, uh, you know, shot directly through uh, Bucky in what was a pretty devastating quick draw. Uh, and he, he walks over to the body uh, and, and as is, is customary when you wound prey, uh, you put it out of its misery. So as he's crouched over uh, Bucky, he kind of opens his jaw wide and just tears into his neck, just pulling flesh up as he begins to devour the sheriff, or the deputy. And I think this is probably in full view of the rest of you. And Beck, something about this tastes so, so good to you. You are free at last from the influence of your shadow taking what should be yours. But oh. <clears throat> something's wrong. Something is very wrong. As you swallow that first mouthful of jackrabbit flesh, you feel your flesh starting to slew from your bones. Give me a vigor check. Uh. Alrighty. Ew. And we also have an image of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> if only I were so prepared. All right. Uh, you needed a four, so you succeed. The, the flesh doesn't quite pour off your bones just yet, but you feel this black bile bubbling up from your stomach and you can't keep it in. The shadow itself is starting to drain from you, pouring out your muzzle. You are going to lose five power points. Mm. Now, give me an occult check to try and figure out why this is happening. Oh, I get it. Because you shot Bucky. All right. 
Uh, let's see, a cult check. Uh, that is a four. All right. Uh, you think back as your body is racked with pain, the shadow continuing to pour from you. This must be the immediate discorporation that was mentioned mm -hmm. in the note on the banner in the center of town. You have supped upon the supplicants of Barbados, and now you are coming undone. The mm. order and continuity required to sustain a mortal form is giving way to the chaotic dislocation of the other side. You feel as if every piece of your body is rebelling against you, rejecting the very notion of cohesion to go its own separate ways. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and and so he, he Beck has a has an understanding of that in that moment he he mm -hmm. gets what's happening yeah but you don't know how to stop it okay so are you going to try and figure that out on your own or are you going to try and solicit help from I some think... of the others I think Beck is going to immediately do something about this in Ooh. response. What's he going to do? Let's see if this roll is good. Uh, uh, maybe I'll Benny this one. You might need to Benny that. It's, it's a four to activate a, a power. Yeah. And you're taking a minus one to everything from being wounded. Come on, give it to me. There okay, we go. Yeah. All right, what are you activating? Yeah, so as a... Because he immediately starts seeing himself, you know, shedding this shadow, this darkness that fills him, uh, Beck pretty immediately begins to recognize that his tether to, to Erebus, to this creature that is giving him strength, is fading. Mm -hmm. And so he immediately strengthens that tether by just casting darkness. Ooh. And basically the way that this manifests is, you know, I think... He's he's going to eat. He's go, he he reaches down. He bites into the Bucky's neck. He gets up and he immediately begins to vomit. And at first it's blood, and then it's just black, and it's pouring out of him. But I think in that moment of clarity, where he's beginning to understand what's happening, he wills that darkness to just begin to spread, and suddenly, just all of the illumination in this area begins to flicker. In the area, it says right here, the size of a large blast. Basically, his whole immediate seeing range, it's like a smoke bomb goes off. Just sudden darkness. And it begins to coalesce around him, kind of swirling around his body, giving him darker form than even the darkness that is around him. So everyone who's watching this probably just sees Beck as a darker black than the shadow that is now casting this area as he's hacking and coughing. And uh, does Erebus respond to this at all? You don't feel his immediate presence manifested as he was before. It's almost as if your connection is not necessarily severed, but diminished in a way where you don't feel his immediate influence around him. You do not feel the shadow walking with you. Mm, okay. Uh, is that a result? Does Beck think that's a result of what just happened? Or is this... Okay, this is a result of this. Okay. Um, I think Beck 
you know, as he begins to to kind of compose himself, just you know, wipes the blood and the shadow off of his his hand, this strange black like pharaoh fluid that's just sprickly, uh, prickly and, and spindly and moving, kind of trying to connect to itself. As he goes to like wipe his face off, he just splatters it on the ground with a flick of his wrist and he just kind of begins to regain his composure. And he looks back, back towards Conrad, just goes, what are you looking at? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> no, that's a funny question. Give me a notice for Conrad. Conrad, he is not okay. He is continuing to deteriorate, deteriorate despite the web of darkness that he has produced to cloak himself in. Something is very wrong with him, and it needs to be addressed, or he may not be around much longer. Oof. Um... I was looking at like a repair, like as if I could use it to, to repair him. Now, uh, the rest of you, the other three, are probably close enough to see this as well. If you'd like to offer any input, what the hell even happened here? Hell, MacGyver skill works on supernatural surgery, right? <laughs> can I roll a cult to see if my character can figure out what happened? Sure. That would be appreciated because I'm at a loss at the moment. Ooh, three's not going to cut it, unfortunately. Can uh, I spend a Benny on it, though? I'll do a Benny. Um... Has, like, anyone actually read the notice that was on the banner, and should we be aware of it? Like, I think Beck was the only Beck one. Beck explicitly who read, read it, it. yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if that was actually explained to us or not. Let's see. Nick Demas, with that foreign occult, you recognize visually, at least, what is happening to Beck. It is the same thing that happened to the former sheriff before Stilton inherited the position. The poor man melted as he marched into the center of town, grasping at the banner that lay there. I think I read the banner too, um, um, and I, I think I remember, um, or at least talking to someone who had read the banner. Um, mm -hmm. um, so I kind of figure that. Uh, do I see what's in his mouth? Uh, I don't know how identifiable it is, but you can probably see it. Yeah, I could probably make the connection to thing that. I can probably see the dead body too, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Who the so fuck something... did the former sheriff eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm actually putting that together that he must have eaten someone too, and I don't know if I know that or not. Ra or rather, I don't know who I could put that on. Um, that is a reasonable assumption to make at this point. Yeah. Um, 
So I think about the healing that I did a few moments ago on Sheriff Stilton, and I think, hmm, we need a dream walk. We need to learn how to do that. We still don't know how. And if we don't know how to do that, then we're stuck here forever. So we need this guy, right? Can you even help him? Let's see. I think right now, Beck is just like, you know, as this darkness is sort of swirling around him and kind of peeling off of his body, you know, we're we're seeing parts of him discorporate, but then reform in the shadow as he's cloaked in this darkness. And Beck is no stranger to the dream. He understands the logic of this place, even if he doesn't have the words for it. But this is the first time I think he's ever seen anything quite like this. He's seen things ripped apart in the sea of dreams, but never himself. And so right now he's just sort of standing there, you know, spitting bile out of his mouth when he can, kind of trying to wipe his face off get the blood off of himself. Uh, Despite what probably should be painful to most people, he is more intrigued by what is happening than necessarily physically harmed by it in the sense of pain uh, as he's just kind of watching, you know, his fingers become more transparent and wisp away only to reform seconds later like they're they're part of this shadowy steam uh, that's roiling off of him. Throws up blood. Ah, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Intriguing. I'm going to walk up to Beck and I say, mind if I give you a look-see? Is there any assistance that can be provided here? Uh, sure. What do you want to roll to help out with? Hold him still. <laughs> you can hold him still, or uh, you're trained in healing. You could help with that. Not that. What are you... Not that <laughs> trained. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you can do about this, Topsider? Well... I see you're wallowing in the dark and what is dark, but just another bit of God's creation without any light. (laughs) Ain't that right? So I think he just kind of lets you, you know, his presence is not hostile to you in this moment. He's got bigger worries. (laughs) (laughs) So if I want to use my paladin healing mm-hmm. would that be it'll be a faith roll okay Ooh. oh thank fucking god <laughs> <laughs> all right that is a raise uh actually yeah you needed a raise to fix what is wrong with him so damn good job Let's see, and that takes you down to nine power points left. So as you lay your hands upon Beck, what are you thinking? What is your methodology in trying to treat this affliction, this malady that has befallen him? Think about the dark. I think about clay. I think about sand and the things that hold us together. And I think about how every single thing is a piece of a big part coming together 
as opposed to unraveling. I lay my hands on his shoulders. I see. As you lay your hands upon him, you can feel your touch spreading a strange warmth through his body, one that feels very foreign to Beck as the shadow that he is composed of starts to knit and stitch back together, similar to when you touched Conrad recently and saw his wounds stitch themselves shut. And as you ponder on the connections between all things, you feel a connection that exists between him and that banner in the center of town. But this is not a two-way connection. It is draining him as if the shadow itself is being pulled from him into that banner. You have treated his wounds and you have saved him in the short term, but that banner is going to continue draining whatever passes for life in his shell away as long as it remains. Does that mean even if he gets away from it, it'll keep doing that? Or do I know that? Getting away from it might help or destroying it might help. You're not quite sure. Could I roll a cult on what might be able to destroy it? Yeah, yeah, there you go. That works. Let me smash it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me smash. I think that's a bad idea. You're not sure. All right, Benny. Spend them early. Set us up for success. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh... You think either way would work, either getting Beck far away out of town or destroying the banner itself. And from what you saw, it looks like it's just a normal banner. It's made of cloth and wood with little bits of brass uh, to tack the uh, memorandum into it. I'm going to walk up to Lynn. I'm going to put my paw on his shoulder. I'm going to lean in real close to his ear and I'm going to say, smash it. Don't need to tell me twice. Question. Uh-huh. With Beck being healed like this, does he feel his connection to Erebus uh, strengthen again? Or is it still like he's distancing himself? You feel the link between the two of you grows stronger back to where it normally is. Okay. But he is not actively... He's not here right now. Yeah, Yeah. he's not using that link. You're not sure if uh, that left a bad taste in his mouth or what. Mm -hmm. He's a cranky kitty. I am going to say, though, if this is the domain of hunger and we smash that banner, then we're suddenly at risk of being supper. (laughs) This ain't the domain of hunger. Let me tell you that right now. It's close on the border, but no... This is an annexation. This place shouldn't be here. It's somewhere else. I got a question. I got a question for Beck. Shoot, then. This banner goes down. Does that pop the bubble? (laughs) You're asking the right questions. And I think Beck begins to walk and he says... 
We're gonna need to leave this place real soon. I'll be honest with you, none of the people here, I don't think any of them are gonna make it. The ones that do, they'll need to be inside, underground if possible. We're gonna need a few things before we do anything. The second you take that banner down, the protection around this place might go, so we need to be ready. I'm gonna need to teach y'all how to walk the dream. You know, you have no idea what you're in for. But I can help. So I think he's waiting. The hell he out just, of it here. Yeah. And Nicodemus, as they mentioned underground, a place does come to mind that's pretty safe underground. <laughs> yeah, there's the meat wagon. It's beneath mm. the bar. What? Huh? Found Not out as good the as other any. day. It's another restaurant? <laughs> no, it's Mortadella's Whorehouse. Oh. While we're here, while there's nothing going on, Beck is now for the first time actually reloading his gun because I think he was down to one bullet left. <laughs> That's all you need, isn't it? Yeah, but he's not sure what he's walking into. So he is actually I'm calling it out right now in game that <laughs> he is actively loading his gun. This is a thing that he does when he has time. It's uh, his nervous habit. He's stimming by loading his gun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Beck Beck looks at the group and says, I don't know what kind of connection you have to these people here, but I got no business with them. They want to start a fight. I'll fight, but. I gotta get moving. And we're gonna need a few things. Conrad. Yes. You said you collect fungus. Yes. <laughs> you got any particularly spicy fungus on you? Um. Question for Ka. Yeah. Since I didn't like prepare anything like that, can I roll for that? Is that something give me, that? Give me a science roll. Hell yeah. <laughs> Show me how big your collection is, nerd. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know if that's gonna be good enough. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Let's uh, let's Benny that. A four though. A four is pretty good. A four is pretty good. Damn, a seven's pretty good, but though. A seven is much better. Uh, <laughs> while not on your person, you do have access to some spicy mushrooms. Uh, back at the base, at the uh, station. Yeah, I had like a little corner uh, set up for it. Like a, a bin, a bin of sorts. Um, Stashed away on government property. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got a pretty diverse diverse collection actually. Uh, is there something you're looking for? The kind the natives use. You know what I'm saying? We're yes. gonna need to go somewhere. Can I trust you to go get those while I handle the bar? Yeah, absolutely. Well, what you're making me wait for, little man? And then he begins to walk towards the bar. <laughs> so at this point, I'm going to kind of head in the direction to try to go get that stuff. But I'm going to just kind of like pitch to the everyone else like, so 
deepest underground is safe, right? So we got to tell everyone to get down there. So. What about toe beans here? Oh, toes. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's 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 coming with me. <laughs> he's very compliant now. Yeah, I still I've got I've got I've got like deletion and everything, but I'm not even like I'm not like yanking on it. He's just kind of like following me where I walk. How many toes did he eat? Uh, did you give him two feet worth or one feet worth? Was it one feet worth that was up on the cross? I don't remember what the what we no. had available there. It both of Damascus's feet were pinned. They were crucified. They were nailed to the wall and Beck took them both off. Yeah. Gross. If you, if you gave him both, uh, he is definitely sitting pretty. <laughs> He's got a full um, course meal, I baby. See. All ten oh, toesies. Sitting ugly. He's all right. I beck and call. We've established a becking <laughs> order. I'm going to whisper to Chance. Uh, can you help me get Sultan? Uh, how are we going to tell him about the deputy? We're not gonna I'm not even sure what I just watched happen. Don't let him see. Yeah, yeah, I'll help. Let's go get him. All right. So those two are heading to get Stilton. Uh, Conrad is heading out into the wilderness alone. Love to see it. Uh, what's yeah, I was. Team is doing. Um, I, I haven't quite. I haven't quite wandered off yet. I'm stalling. Okay. And uh, I'll, you know that'll make sense in a second. Gotcha. I'm gonna follow back to the bar. I think Beck is uh, just going to take this opportunity, you know, while you two are here, just to say, and just to kind of clue you in on how this works. Because uh, he's thinking more so than anything else right now, like, we need to leave. Like, Beck has caused enough trouble in his life and his unlife to know to get when the getting is good and get out when the getting is bad. So uh, even outside of, uh, you know, the current circumstances of this being a very supernatural situation, uh, Beck has been here longer than he normally is when he comes to a town to kill a bunch of people. So, uh, you know, after preparing and making sure that everyone, uh, you know, is kind of everyone who's going to leave is going to leave. I think Beck is just kind of walking into the bar. Uh, is it who's who's with me? Is it Nicodemus and, and Lynn right now? I went with Chance to get Stilton. Oh, okay. It's oh, just okay. Lynn then. So I, I think Beck is going to just square off with, with Lynn and just kind of say, like, listen, the dream is not a nice place. It shifts and changes as you walk it. You keep your eyes on the path. Keep your head down. You don't want to be caught when the focus shifts. Now, the best way to do this for people like you, you need to get faded somehow, get different, think different. I can't let you get pissed drunk. You need to still be able to dream. But if we can alter your perception, maybe you can survive the walk. Not entirely unfamiliar with the process. Oh, well, good then. You're a natural Sherpa. Wonderful. And then Beck <laughs> just kind of wheels around and goes to the bar. Uh, 
who's at the bar? Who's in this? Who's in the pub right now? Is it just Mortadella up here, or or what? Uh, it oh. is just Mortadella at the moment. Yeah. Did we lose? Uh, Marty's restarting to fix some audio. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, as he gets up to Mortadella, he just goes, "We're gonna need." some liquor for the road. What kind of liquor? What's the strongest stuff you got? Chip Hell, I'll take the worm this time if you got it. She was going to reach for the absinthe, but when you offered to take the worm, she immediately switched gears over to the tequila. (laughs) Hey man, absinthe used to have worms in it too, so. (laughs) (laughs) But now they're absinthe. Oh. <laughs> so Beck is not really telling her he, he's not he's not telling her that he's leaving but I think he is I think Beck is going to very sternfully just kind of look at her and say Things are going to get real messy around here. You got a place you can hunker up? Yeah, but what about everybody else? Is it a place everybody else could hunker up? Is it a place where you want everybody else to hunker up? She narrows her eyes at you, but then relents and kind of waves her head back and forth. Yeah, Listen, I Missy. can make that work. Listen, Missy, the way I see it, you got a lot of power here. You might not think you do, but you do. It's your choice who you let in. I'm not here to drag anyone out. Now, whatever you do is your business. This town's gonna fall. Fall worse than it's fallen already. The way I see it, it's your job to decide who gets to live and who gets to stay out here with the rest. Ponder that. And I think Beck pours her a shot of the tequila that she just handed him, and he pours himself a glass, raises it, and then takes the shot. She takes the bottle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is she going to replace the bottle with the absinthe now that she just downed the rest of the fucking tequila that we need for this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, as as she does this, Beck also uh, he asks he asks a peculiar question, uh, and and one that I think seems uncharacteristic to her, uh, or uncharacteristic to the to the situation in the frontier. Uh, but he he ponders for a moment, and then says. Can you do me a favor? What's that? Now, I don't ask favors lightly, but... You got any natives here? Yeah, let me check my back pocket. Oh, please. Oh, no, I do you prefer to... the Indians in the cupboard? Oh, if I wanted to do something bad here, I would have done it already. I already have. This is strictly business. Why do you ask? I think Beck 
seems frustrated by this. And he looks at her and he says, you don't know what it's like, people like you, Americans. You've taken everything, every single thing that you own, that you have, comes from someone else. You know that? It goes long back, back before the founding of this country. You are a lineage of thieves. Now I got business if you got natives here, my people. I'm Your only going to ask you one more time. She takes a deep breath and then she sighs and says, wait here. Thank you, miss. All right, and I think that's about the time uh, Chance and Nicodemus will manage to wheel the, the sheriff on in here. Let me get him out. Oh, the psychopath with the gun is talking politics. Just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Stilton and Kit arrive with uh, Chance and Nicodemus, and Stilton tries to give everyone a, a nice howdy, a nice how do you do, but his voice isn't treating too well still. Does Beck notice Stilton is here? Uh, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. sure do. Uh, I think... Wait a minute. So Nicodemus, <laughs> Nicodemus, Nicodemus would have made sure that he didn't see. Oh, okay. So, so mm. should I make a roll for that, or should I? Sure. Because I, I, I said that before. Give, wait, give this me a is like roll. this is like on the other Stilton side of town. Check. Is Beck over there? Oh, I thought you said he was coming to the bar. Yeah, I thought that's what you guys said. Yeah, no, uh, so I, I told Chance that we were not going to let Beck see him. Okay, so let's yeah. uh, let's give you a stealth roll to not let Beck see him. <laughs> All right, oh, that'll no, be opposed by a notice from uh, Beck. Well, good. the good news about this is that Beck's notice is pretty rough right now. Um, uh, I was going to also say if there's anything that can be done to like help assist that <laughs> you could try and distract him that's kind of you the know what play uh, oh uh, no uh, ooh. <laughs> all right <let's> get... <laughs> y'all are so afraid of me y'all are so afraid i wonder of me. why it's so much fun i love having this kind of power it's great <laughs> <laughs> let's get that uh notice from beck Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. So, Lynn, how do you want to distract Beck once you notice that, uh-oh, this is not going to go well? Uh, so my plan here is to, like, I'm, I'm assuming that, like, I'm at the bar with Beck, and mm. while this is going on, if they're trying to drag Stilton's ass, like, through the back, as it were, mm -hmm. um, it's going to, like, slam my fist on the table to get Beck's attention. Ooh, do it. Uh, Can give me an intimidate for that. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. We'll see how it goes from there. Uh, 
All right, that's pretty is good. This, is this opposed or no? Uh, yeah, that would be opposed by spirit. Spirit, okay. Uh, sure, let's give that a try. All right, so you <laughs> nope. managed to distract him just enough that they can sneak Stilton through the back and not uh, <laughs> uh, awaken Beck to the realization that his prey is still up and about. Bless Stilton's heart, he tried to do a smarts check. <laughs> he How sure you... did. He got a two. How do you guys know Beck wasn't going to invite Stilton up for a drink and let bygones <laughs> be bygones? Come on. There's a lot of blood on him. Disguise him with all the blood. I think like once Lynn gets Beck's attention, he's just like, now look, I know you don't got much stake in this town, but there are good people here. No, you might not know what that's like, but we prefer to keep him that way. Alive. There's good people everywhere. Let me tell you one thing. First rule of the frontier is good people die. It's kind of like looking over his shoulder. Yeah, that's so. Just motioning <laughs> them with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well... Good news is, bad people die all the same. Cheers to that. Slauncha. And then he drinks more of the absinthe. And while those two are having themselves a nice drink upstairs, let's check out what's going on downstairs. Where people yeah, go to get to what do some we just meat wander wagon. into. Ah, <laughs> uh, downstairs. Uh... I believe Argo is still here with Mr. Wolfram and Mortadella ends up coming down the cellar and she says you two better make yourselves decent you're gonna have company in a minute here K.O. <laughs> Argo's just out oh oh dear <laughs> can you get him oh we don't have nearly <laughs> enough water for that. All right, uh, just throw a sheet on him. It worked upstairs. It worked upstairs. They're <laughs> 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 hiding a body like it's four rooms. <laughs> All right, so uh, Wolfram gets Argo at least a little bit uh, out of line of sight uh, just in time for <laughs> the rest of everyone in town to come down here uh, what do we got we got Stilton we got Kit uh, we got Mar <laughs> we got Chance and Nicodemus coming down I don't think Kit should be down here man Argo's just like Watch shut up behind the couch somewhere the Wild West will age a boy. It sure will. Wow. I mean, it's currently just a room. <laughs> it sure is. It's just a very suggestive room. All right. So Wolfram drops Argo off uh, in the back room, comes back out and says, oh, we're entertaining quite a lot of guests tonight, aren't we? Uh, How's... How do we charge for this? And then Mortadelle's like, no, no, this, we're, this is going to become a shelter for the storm or whatever's going on out there.
I wish I could rightly tell you what's going on out there, but yeah. Beck says it's safest down here. It's best you guys hold up down here. And where exactly are you marching off to? Uh, Mortadella asks. I really wish I knew the answer to that. But uh, anywhere other than sitting around and waiting for nothing to happen. I suppose that's the prudent thing to do. And then she looks up to Nicodemus and she asks, You're going with him, aren't you? I'm going to wipe my brow from sweat from carrying uh, the possum around. He is quite heavy, despite his short stature. I'll just kind of whistle. I'm going to go and I'm going to get us some resources. I'm going to make sure that my bees are all right and make sure my horse is all right. I'm going to bring stuff back, all right? Y'all do not leave the shelter no matter what. Think of it as poison above all right, and Mortadella turns to Wolfram and she says, man at the bar wants to speak to you. Oh, okay. And Wolfram is going to head upstairs. Um, Nicodemus and Chance, are you going to stay down here for now or are you going to head back upstairs with Wolfram? I'll head up with Wolfram. All right. Um, is there anything that I can be doing to help you get set up down here? It doesn't look like you intended this to be for long stays. Well, sweetheart, if you could get some small pillows and blankets from some of the other houses people aren't using no more, that would probably help us out a lot. Happy to do it, ma'am. Thank you kindly. guess I'm going exploring. Oh, boy. It's looting. (laughs) (laughs) Is it looting if they're dead? Yes. (laughs) Maybe you'll find Softbottom hiding out in one of those houses, because he just disappeared the second I cast red. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. The correct response. Alright, so Chance and Nicodemus head back upstairs. I think Chance is probably going to exit out the back immediately. And uh, uh, Wolfram is going to head on out to the bar, uh, tugging up his slutty shirt and uh, (laughs) chronically unable to fasten it for some reason. Uh, And he looks to Beck with a look of understanding and Mm. nods his head. Yeah, uh you speak the old words? Uh, some of them from a diaspora of different tongues. Mm. And he does repeat the greeting you offer him in that same language, which I myself will not attempt to butcher. <laughs> I think Beck uh, kind of looks him over and goes, Do you have any idea what's happening here? I see why you called me up. I have had some suspicions based on tales I have heard in my time walking amongst the many peoples, but nothing in particular seems exactly like what is happening here. Sure, 
Every story's got a kernel of truth. He but you can't it. put it too far past you. That's for sure. But these tales they tell, they are passed by Maw. They become broken over time. Memories become foggy as they are passed from generation to generation. However, there is always some kernel of truth, like you said. Some mm. memory that makes these occurrences feel familiar. I'll ask you plainly, brother. Do you know how to walk the dream, even if you haven't done it before? Do you know? I have heard that to walk amongst dreams, one must enter a state where they are both body and spirit at once. I may have something stashed away that can help with that. Good. Keep it for yourself. Things are gonna go bad here, brother. You best get topside when the barrier falls. And I think at this, Beck pulls his gun out and rests it on the counter once again, like he did with Mortadella at the start, pointing it at Wolfram. Mm-hmm. And he goes, We are exiles. People without a people. Without places. I owed it to you at least to tell you that something bad is coming. And out there ain't much better, but you can survive. I know that for sure. I'll do my best, but I wouldn't do anyone proud by abandoning the others here. What do you owe them? He looks into your eyes and thinks for a moment, and he says, more than you will ever know. And then he gives you a slight respectful bow of his head and heads back downstairs. Beck just like huffs and looks frustrated is extremely frustrated about this um, in perhaps the way that is the most uh, sincere and relatable way that he has expressed thus far. Um, Beck is a very dangerous man with no restraint and everything he just showed was restraint. Everything he just did required a, an amount of restraint that drained him physically. Um, Beck takes one point of fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh I think he holsters his gun and he just under his breath just says fucking coward. Ooh. That go the way you thought it was going to go. Listen, you want to start a fight with me right now? <laughs> Maybe later. Good answer. All right. And then with that settled, I think we're going to cut to Conrad. Conrad, mm -hmm. my buddy, give me yeah. a notice check. Oh, yeah, I actually, actually rolled it. Oh, uh, you did? Quite a well, while ago. Um, I missed it. What did, what did it come out to? 
uh, came out to six. Roll result six. All right. Uh, you notice as you are passing by the churchyard. Let me get that back out. Uh, that darkness that uh, Beck had cast over the place has thankfully started to fade. But you do notice the spot where he had his duel with Buckshot. The body isn't there anymore. It almost looks like it's been dragged away, out away from town. There are bloody smears along the ground there. Damn it. Someone else got to him first. No toes! Uh, well, we'll see if we can figure out what that was about, but I think we've got some mushrooms to collect first. So on that, I will uh, yeah, head on over to go collect the mushrooms. All right. With your, your pet goblin in tow. In tow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heading out of town. You breach the veil into the other side proper, and you can feel the unease in the air creeping across your skin. You head back out to that heliograph tower that you once manned, finding the entire metal structure choked with the unnatural vines that have begun to grow around it. Eric, no. <laughs> okay. Um so I guess I will roll a notice to see if it looks like there's any safe way up or if the the way it's kind of uh surrounded there blocks the entrance. You think you're going to have to climb up these writhing tendrils to get in there. They've sort of closed off the easy access points. Okay. Um, so I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the goblin. Uh, hey, uh, you like toes a lot, right? Toes. Yes. Well, we like these things a lot called mushrooms. Uh, I have it in a bin up there. Uh, if you can get that for us, I will get you as many toes as I possibly can. Do you think so, you can climb up there and get the mushrooms? So he scrunches up his face for a minute when you describe these mushrooms. They sound distinctly non-toe-like. But when you offer him toes in return, he sort of does that. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I've got I've got a bunch <laughs> of different kinds in there. Um, but on the bottom shelf, get the ones on the bottom shelf. I don't know if you can read there. No, there, of course you can't. Uh, yeah, don't go for the for the black ones on top. Uh, don't go for the white ones in the middle, but just just all the ones on the bottom. Just uh, grab a bunch of those if you can. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He is severely motivated by the, the <laughs> promise of toes. <laughs> Oh, it's like a little crackhead climbing up the tower. Yeah, a little crackhead <laughs> goblin climbing up the tower. And he gets up there and then you just start seeing a rain of all of your belongings and your co-workers belongings <laughs> being haphazardly thrown out the side of the tower. <laughs> hey, yeah, you, you're good up there. Yeah, keep keep looking for them. You just hear a really distant tinny echo of... <laughs> 
Yep, yep, they're the so soft and squishy things on the bottom. You see them? Uh, an entire shelf drawer is tossed out, and you can see the thing you are looking for tumbling through the air, spilling out before you. Yeah. <laughs> you no want to problem. give me an athletics to see if you can catch it without uh, some of it going to waste? Sure, sure. You just revealed that his name is Griebler. The Griebler. <laughs> his name's Tobin. Well, according to chat, his name is Tarantino's. No, oh, Tarantino's. Tarantino's. even better. <laughs> All right, that is an amazing, amazing athletics role. You, uh, you do the the Sam Raimi Spider Man catching all the lunch on the tray. Connor's <laughs> 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 right. bad at sports. If anything else was being thrown my way, I don't know how successful I'd be, but I I care about those mushrooms deeply. <laughs> Well, your, your your respect for fungus has saved us all on this day, and you managed to walk away with more than what you need uh, to enter this liminal state that Beck has described. Yes, I get, and I, I sort of picked up on what he's talking about. I, I had some black trumpets, I had some oysters, but I'm setting those all aside, and I'm grabbing all the, all the uh, psilocybin mushrooms I can. Neither right. of those were mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> 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 Why do you keep your instruments in here? Um, um actually, they were mushrooms. My he trumpets and my oysters. <laughs> um, actually. All right. So you're going to head right back to town after you uh, get that settled? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, he, he, does he uh, make it down safely? Does he have to roll or anything for that? Or is he, is he good? Uh, let's give him a, flip. a roll. Yeah, let's, let's see if he can do a flip. Do a kickflip. Oh my god. Dude, he's not Greeble's not afraid of heights like even remotely. He's just yeah. Greeble's rolls are <laughs> cracked. <laughs> okay, the the crack goblin uh does a fucking flip out of the tower after completely dismantling <laughs> everything that wasn't nailed down in there. Lands with a three-point superhero landing, then looks up and says, Toast. <laughs> That's what happens when you have hands for feet. <laughs> it's true. Y'all are giving Go Gollum the Ring of Mordor. <laughs> no, we're giving him toes. Kind of power. <laughs> powering. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you so much for that. Uh, let's head back to town. And uh, yeah. All right. And then do you want to meet them at Mortadella's? Part of, it crossed my mind to try to look where that body was dragged, but I know better than to try to venture off by myself for it. So, uh, I'll oh, nice. talk it over with the guys to see what's up. All right. Let's head on back there. <laughs> All right. So, Conrad uh, manages to arrive with his little goblin friend, uh, having secured what is needed uh, while uh, Beck and Lynn are at the bar here. So I'll just kind of talk to Beck quietly, knowing I don't want... Uh, I'm assuming Stilton was brought back here, and I, I don't want anyone here in this conversation, but... <laughs> I just talk to Beck, and I say... Hey, so um, the guy you shot, his corpse was dragged off somewhere. Um, 
Is that information useful in any way? Should we be concerned about what took him away? I mean, I killed him once. Can't be too hard to kill him again. He almost got you back at the end there. Please. I just want to be <laughs> sure that when we break the seal or whatever the heck is going on, if that's something we're needed to be on the lookout for as well. Quite the opposite, my friend. Now, the way the dream works is not like this. No, in fact, the more hypervigilant you are out there, the more dangerous it is for you. Your very being will be torn to pieces by the shifting focus of the dream sea. Clear your mind. Whatever comes will come. Not much to do but walk. I just give him a nod at that, and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm picking up what he's putting down. I think Beck is is right now, he really is just preparing. I think he, he turns to, to Lynn in sort of a, in that moment of, like, kind of going back over the things he said, and he goes, You're saying there are good people here, good people that don't deserve to die. Well, you're sitting at the bar with me. You got anyone you want to bring with us? It's your gamble. Greebull ominously appears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I would point right at Gre- I would point right at Greebull. Yeah, this this little guy he's coming with. It's <laughs> one I can think of that might be of use. Time's ticking, big man. Len just gets up and I don't think he's been to the meat wagon so he's like trying to just wander around find where the actual entrance is for it (laughs) Uh, give me a notice check for Lynn. someone might have to show you the way kind of want him to fail this (laughs) ah no you got that exploding die you you succeed on that you uh, you managed to find back there they've left the trap door open now so it's quite obvious in the back room I don't think he like actually goes down there. He just kind of pokes his head in. Uh, any of y'all seen Argo? Uh, you hear Mortadella shout back. He's indisposed, hon. Is he dead? <laughs> He's about halfway there. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to come get him. Um, give give him ten minutes. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the little death. Yeah, he's pretty small. (laughs) Beck just chuckles to himself as he keeps drinking. All right, so you heading down there? Yeah. All right, let's see. Why did I name this the cum bunker in my notes? <laughs> no. Whoa. <laughs> Incredible. How did I do that? Incredible. No. How long has this been here? <laughs> we don't ask questions around here. Mortadella informs you as you uh, arrive <laughs> downstairs. 
And uh, as you arrive, I think uh, this is about the time Chance returns, having found a uh, cowering Bertram Softbottom hiding out in one of the houses nearby. And he ends up uh, heading down the stairs after you. He's like, what on earth is this place? Everybody's me. And uh, as everyone is uh, crowding around, uh, Argo, you wake up in the back room of the uh, the meat wagon. You don't know where your clothes are. <laughs> Normal. Normal everyday mood. Is anything happening? You said uh, I'm in the, you, the back room. You are in the back room and you realize that there's a crowd out in the main area. Uh, more than the population is usually the size of down here. Uh, this but Rona notice. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, God. No, oh, it's goodness. the worst room to roll a notice in. It sure is. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> You've spent a lot of time studying this room, it appears. What are you trying to notice? Just just what level of awareness I have of what's happening around me. Cause... You wake up in a cold sweat, immediately aware that everyone has entered the the bunker beneath the meat wagon and you they are between you and your clothes. The nightmares are real. Do we see Arco's clothes? Uh, he hasn't emerged yet. Uh, you do see his clothes uh, that are folded <laughs> up neatly uh, by a hand not his own. Aww. Wolfram's the best character. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Wolfram fan art? Where's the weasel babies go to? Just trapped in a small room with one exit and no clothes. Uh, Mortadella clears her throat and motions her head back towards the back room. Is it like just a rape situation that's going on? Uh, that's the only thing between you and that back room, yes, is just the curtain. Just kind of like throw his clothes in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the uh, as you do that. <laughs> Good. That's it. <laughs> that's, the, oh, okay. that's, that's, that's the exclamation. <laughs> that, that's the thought Terminator. Uh, so as, as you uh, go deliver those clothes, Bertram starts to put the pieces together and he, uh, he gasps. And he says, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. And he starts scribbling two words over and over again on his scratch pad. Gay cowboys, gay cowboys, gay cowboys, gay cowboys. I'm going to be rich. Okay, we can save we can save some of Southpaw. <laughs> there could be exceptions. I, Argo is confusingly getting dressed while hearing several voices he's not supposed to be hearing. We're gonna be heading out soon. Make yourself decent. Why the hell would you be doing that? What do you think? He he's shot someone else, devices. didn't he? He's walked away at this point. 
Uh, as you walk away, you see Kit examining the pole in the middle. What do you, what do you think the pole's for? Uh, you know if it's load-bearing? <laughs> it's probably structural. <laughs> Mortadella says, don't, don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm getting this joke in every single session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running things into the ground is what we do here in the meat wagon. It's evidenced by Argo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think when Argo comes out, he uh, screams at Stilton. And then... <laughs> <laughs> ah! And he, he gets his paralyzation instinct, kicks in, and yeah. he fall, flops over on the couch. So we're going, ah, ah, oh, you're alive. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not going to help. <laughs> what do you mean that's not going to help? Mortadella says. <laughs> Aren't you glad the sheriff's alive? Uh, Mort, what is everybody doing down here? They all find out I'm you a... don't charge rent? <laughs> Please. I would have charged you rent if I knew you could pay. Money is how the system exerts control, Mortadella. Yeah, I've heard this lecture before, but no, we were told to take shelter down here. Shelter from what? From the clouds that are turning people into goop or whatever. And who said this? I don't know, do everybody. You, she gestures vaguely. Everybody. It was that coyote, wasn't it? Something Team walks Sally. in and just sounds confident. Y'all just listen. Of course. He just said, the moment of realization hits I'm like, <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> They're the only ones that left. It's the people that are gullible. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Argo has self-selected the survivors in a way <laughs> to be gullible people. <laughs> God damn it. You sure have. <laughs> what the hell are you writing? This is a private residence. Mm -hmm. Private residence. That's a fantastic title. We're we'll about a military man down on his luck, and he's turned to turning tricks to make rent. What that? What do I do to snatch it from him? What a roll? What a roll? And <laughs> uh, do you have thievery? Uh, no. No. Uh, just give me agility. Agility. This is. This is that. it. Oh, successful. I just snatches the paper, sees the page that says gay cowboys. Well, he doesn't see it. He doesn't know what it says, but he sees what he's he heard what he was saying and he and he can't read the page. So he just tears it off and swallows the page. <gasps> just throws no! the notepad away. <laughs> I need that. Very valuable research material. Government secrets. <laughs> Just, also, uh, you're government now. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, oh in my fact, God. I am. <laughs> I'm with the government. True, the hero Southpaw is a Texas Ranger. I'm with the government, and everything in this room is extremely redacted. <laughs> Especially for the kid. 
I have yet to met a government man who can tell me what to do, says Kit. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have time for this, Kit. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> it's the useless, most useless fucking roll I could have possibly done. Why am I exploding all my rolls? None of these are helpful. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I'm gonna say you get a baddie for that. That was great. Jesus Christ. Ugh. All right, after witnessing that, Lynn, uh, do you want to leave him to stew in this mire of uh, or do you want to rescue uh, him and take him upstairs? I think he clears his throat and says, <laughs> we don't have a lot of time, so we got we got stuff to do. You need to come with us. And who Chance exactly is, is we this time? Argo, are you done screwing around? We need the hero of Southpaw to help us save the town. You can't do that from down here. Excuse me, I don't listen to people that owe me money I don't believe in. <laughs> I don't really know what you mean by that, but uh, you ain't earning anything down here. <laughs> Just assume that Chance has conned him multiple times by now. <laughs> I assume that Chance has stolen from him in the last few minutes somehow. <laughs> well, you owe me, so move your ass. God damn it. Just give me a minute. Yeah. So things are fucked. Mm hmm. So. Argo is going to make an attempt to spin a narrative with these people. Ooh. I actually don't know what, to, what the exact role is for that. For the uh, uh, That sounds like it would be either performance or persuasion. Because he's currently very worried about the fact that the uh, everything's completely fucked at <laughs> the mm -hmm. moment. And Beck made things worse. And he doesn't know what's going on there, but he has a habit of telling tales to these groups. And now seems the best chance he's going to get. So he gets up on that stage on the pole, obviously. <laughs> and he's going to tell... <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Freaking like, like chop at the neck, just, just silence gesture. <laughs> Didn't actually prepare a speech of the problem. <laughs> oh fuck! The best speeches are off the cuff. Fuck! <laughs> Speak from the heart. Speech, no. speech, speech, speech. Listen, I I know some of you don't exactly want to hear from me right now, but I need you to know that we're gonna get through this. And that, but we've got an expert got new wisdom about how this world works and with and information is a weapon it strengthens us we're gonna go out there we're gonna get to the bottom of this and we're gonna bring Southpaw back home and while we're gone I well Deputy Bucky will have things handled 
gonna make a make a motion of nix nix the deputy part oh fuck <laughs> uh, well stone's still alive still still's got yeah. the examples he's made he's made this far so you can depend on us the heroes of southpaw what do i roll <laughs> It's gotta like look over to chance. It's well, depending on the role, we'll just imagine this was a much better, more impressive. Why, why, why roll anything for such a riveting and heartfelt speech? Fuck you, improv's hard. You aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> just turn the crickets on. It's <laughs> always dying up there. <laughs> no, not if I roll really well. Yeah. <laughs> Then it's you it. just I uh, someone who's better at improv did it. <laughs> yeah. just, what, is the, what is the like fear mechanic role? Uh, either performance or persuasion to uh, performance. go against the fear. Yep, and you're good let's at see. both. Yeah, I am. Uh, let's see, it's persuasion. Come on, that's not oh. amazing, but I get a free reroll from my talent. You sure do. That's not amazing. Okay. I'm going to have any. <laughs> hey, there. That's a pretty. Okay. That's, a good, right. that's a pretty good number. <laughs> that's a pretty good number. They, they are mildly enthused. I, uh, let's see. Something happens if I get a raise. Fuck. Uh, uh the raise Isn't is eight. It? So yeah. Um, you feel a wave of ease come over the crowd. You can you can always tell when people have a burden on their shoulders, the way they walk, the way they stand, their posture. And you can see just a little bit of that melt away. And it almost feels as if the oppressive gloom that cloaks the entirety of this town fades just a little bit at your words. I think we might make it. Uh, Stilton says from the couch and manages to get enough of his bodily momentum back that he can tip his hat to you. Yeah, that's the spirit. Listen to Stilton whenever he says positive things. You know, everybody's looking at me. I'm gonna got some stage fright. Yeehaw. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna put my hand on Stilton's room. Listen, buddy. Everyone's depending on you. You've got this. Or we're all gonna uh, die. Those are those are two very different outcomes that I'm not entirely comfortable with, yeehaw. <laughs> it's the buff people also persuasion, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that didn't go too well. No, no. it's I get a free reroll every single time. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's better. Uh, Y'all really think I can do it? I I can do anything other than Waste my year's salary on beans? A whole year? <laughs> like an entire year? I don't get paid that much in a year, but I was told these are very particularly good beans. I call them legume gold. Well, Sheriff, you're going to step up or you're not going to get paid ever again. Pat on the back. <laughs> Pained yeehaw, probably. <laughs> yeehaw. You just have a way with words. Why did I make a public speaker? <laughs> 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 
Listen, I've played exclusively antisocial characters because improvising dialogue is hard, and I thought I'd play against type, and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's working great. Why are you talking about? This is great. <laughs> Mr. Argo, you, you come back safe now, alright? I wasn't planning on anything different. Get the fuck out Mart of here. <laughs> hey, Martadella, you got any other shirts? Not in your size, sweetie. Oh, oh shucks. No. All right. Then I guess we'll head back upstairs. That was really inspiring, Argo. You, you think we got a shot? Mm, no comments from the writer's room. <laughs> oh, you're keeping it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you'd be of great help. The uh, the goblin is fascinated by the sausages that are hanging from the ceiling. Beck at this point has like slid a glass down the the bar bartender style uh to Argo uh and he just says get drinking we're losing time uh, I I don't drink you drink <laughs> did you catch it <laughs> I'm not flopped. using my full. It just full flies past off the counter. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Like, I don't drink. Yes, yes, you do. No, you don't. Like, back and forth. Fuck it. Argo pretends to drink. Argo pretend. Do I have re-roll on performance also? No. <laughs> I don't think I do, do I? I have to actually spend a penny on this. Oh, and he's just No! I oh actually drink! <laughs> so you go to do that trick where you like put it to the side and it comes down out of view on the other side of you, but you fuck up a bit and you get almost all of the drink in your mouth in a way you weren't expecting, where it goes straight down your throat. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the good stuff, too. How does he get worse? <laughs> Beck gets up and uh, and motions to Conrad to, to divvy up everything. He says, listen, the way the dream works, normal people aren't supposed to be here. Topsiders. They aren't meant to walk the dream. But we can. There's a space between spaces, between focuses. If you can, if you can find that place, kind of like a meditation, a trance, not quite aware, but not unaware either, you can Nicodemus. find your way from place to place. Uh, Nicodemus's ears prick up when you say meditation. Um, rather than taking a drug, could I roll uh, faith to see if Nico can meditate to walk through the dream? Yeah, give me a faith check real quick. 
just for uh, know-how on how the mechanics work. That's what you'd be recalling. Yep. 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 Damn. God damn. All right, you disseminate this information you have given, and you discern almost the exact method by which you can do this. You can either rely on meditation to keep your mind clear and keep it in an open state. Use transcendental meditation, essentially making a spirit role to navigate and survive in the uh, other side. Or if you take some intoxicants to help you along the way, you will be making a vigor role instead. So that is essentially each individual's choice, whether they focus on something that gives them peace and expands their mind to the possibility of universe through their own meditations, through focusing on something, or if they use some chemicals to get the job done. Going to be the meditation. I'll drink. Yeah, Conrad's, <laughs> ne Conrad's never meditated a day in his life. He's gone straight for the drugs. <laughs> I can be designated driver. Now, Beck, uh, Beck is kind of looking over everyone, and he just kind of, it, he kind of lowers, like his his presence gets smaller for a moment as he says, uh, in a moment of maybe self-reflection, if you all think I'm scary, you have not even the smallest idea of what waits out there for us. I do not like this place. It is a means to an end. Now, I'm not making you walk with me. You can hide down there with the rest of them if you want, but there's only one way to undo this, and I think it rests with that Lord Barbados. Now, I can probably find our way to his domain, but it is going to be hard, and it is going to take time. And I don't think we can do it on this alone. I think we're going to need to visit a witch. He's just making this up, isn't he? <laughs> Doesn't matter. There's drugs. You oh wish I was making this up, little man. Hold on, partner. You're like, what? Five foot ten? <laughs> Five foot ten. So small. I think Give we're the same height. <laughs> do we uh, have your word we... that you're going to not shoot us in the back? Argo's going to do a performance check just to appear taller <laughs> with his heeled boots. Ooh. Just to appear taller than Beck. Success. That's the entire Beck check. looks. <laughs> Beck looks at Lynn and just goes, "If I wanted to shoot you, I would have shot you already." That tracks. He just kind of gives you a, a look. It's like it's not entirely convinced. What good do I have bringing you out into the dream? Letting your thoughts poison my path. Then shooting you while you're turned around. Drawing attention to myself out there. You think that's something I want to do? I think your path is pretty poisonous as is. 
You oh, know what? That's a good question, actually. What are you What's getting it? out of us? What am I getting out of you? Bodies. Well, he's honest. <laughs> Now listen, I got business with this Barbados, whoever he is. It's gonna take work to get to them. I've been to domains before. I have seen their lords. Now this would-be lord of decay, whoever he is, this person he's subservient to, maybe he is this person. You're not gonna go down easy. I'm a mean man, but even I know a fight that's hard to win. Cards on the table. I need you all as much as you need me here. Question is, is the fight winnable? Oh, that's a good question. Say this witch would know? Oh, she might know. Uh, the witch is here. The dream witches, they're a kind of authority. Lords in their own right, but nomadic. They don't live in domains like the rest of them. They wander the sea. They have a city of their own. It's called Coltanith. It's a place where pleasure and pain are mixed and they're the ringleaders. Now, most of them nomad types like to stay alone wander the sea, do their rituals, cast a wide net and pull in fish, that type. Now, you best respect them, because anything that I can do to you, they will do worse. Just nod your head, and by God, tell the truth when they ask a question. They will know when you lie. Looks at Argo. <laughs> Respect is easy. What do they trade in? Mm. Right, Towels? <laughs> Rightly, I don't know. And that's the best answer I can give you. I think some of them do it out of pure curiosity. They've lived longer than death has been dying. I can't tell you any more than that. Argo's just like near silently grumbling to himself like my lore was my lore was way better than this. <laughs> right. Well Conrad, you're just about ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Is anyone else taking these? I'm in. Yes, what are these? These are psilocybin mushrooms. So uh, if you, you just eat too much. One. Okay. Yeah, it's a good thing I pre-divvied that up to the right amount, because if you ate too much, <laughs> you would have just died. So now, now, now listen, now listen, slow down. I don't need you off the deep end. I need you suggestible. There are differences okay. between those two things. Sure. Uh, should I roll for science to like make sure I did them up correctly? Or <laughs> oh, no. yeah, let's see how that turns out. <laughs> oh no, let's critical fail the campaign right now. Just munching. 
Yeah, you did a pretty good mm-hmm. job. And l- l- fortunately, Lin's a big fella, so it probably won't hit him as hard or as fast as the r- rest of you. Yeah, I feel like I feel like... ain't shit. <laughs> I feel like so, yeah, Chance and I would be uh, the most messed up by this. Seconds before the drop. <laughs> so I think as as they all do this, Beck says, it's now or never if I'm going to teach you how to do this. Let's go outside. Yep, we'll follow him right outside. So Beck is going to walk towards that that kind of fading barrier uh that that the haze is it encroaching further on the town now strangely it looks like it's been pushed back further since the last time you looked at it like this domain this little bubble of safety has expanded a little bit but it is slowly starting to retract again Mm. let's find out if argo did it any better at pretending to take mushrooms Yeah, pretty good. Thing, man, things are going to be bad for you. Things are going to be so bad for you out here. I'm looking you forward to it. If you're not inebriated, this is going to be really hard for the party. <laughs> so oh, I'm to notice, but it will be funny. Yeah, you can give me notice if you want. <laughs> giving Toaster the player anxiety. Uh, chance. <laughs> yeah, you notice what he did, but you also notice a weird noise. Uh, <laughs> You notice too so, good. You notice too good. Um, as you guys are heading out towards the edge of town, near the stables where you're likely to pick up the horses you need for the journey, Chance, your ears perk up at the sound of what almost sounds like whinnying coming from the stables, but it's strange and choppy. It's like a... <laughs> What have they done to my horse? I don't like that. You get a bad feeling about what's happened to the horses. Uh, is the stable within the bubble? Um, it's right on the edge of it. Ooh, teetering precariously, you might say. I might. You want to check it out? Oh, I gotta was, know. Was Chance the only one that heard that? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I think something strange is going on at the stables. We're going there anyway, right? Well, may as well. Be prepared for weird. All Let's right. do it or not, I'm getting my horse out of there. So, approaching the stables, you find what's left of the horses. Now, there weren't too many horses left in town to begin with. Mortadella made good use of the ones that ain't got owners no more. Those few that do remain have been corralled together in this communal stable. And as you gaze upon them, you realize they have become one. The touch of the other side has graced them and assembled them into <laughs> the long horse. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. What breed is that? 
Actually, that should be bigger. Let me make that the, the full. No. Size. <laughs> <laughs> Much Creep. more to scale now. The goblin likes them. So many feet, no Why toes. Why would the goblin like them? There are no toes, toes there. And that's where we're going to take our break. Oh, uh, don't ask questions. <laughs> you're telling All me right. this isn't the four dimension? <laughs> I just appreciate that Aria could have tiled the horse, but didn't. He drew a separate oh, horse for each part. He sure did. This is uh, way more gratuitous than I described. Uh, I believe my exact words to him was, this is so more upsetting than uh -huh. I could have imagined. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really is. It's just a whole no, sir, train of horses. It's a tra whole train of horses making the <laughs> sound. <laughs> yep. Toaster, did you do the count in with Beck's voice? <laughs> no. What? Okay. Maybe I'm just hearing things. It's fine. No, I just said it in my regular voice. This is my regular voice. It's Three, two, one. We're back. Hey. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. We got us a, a long horse and. Um, it's looming, standing in the center Ugh. of the stable, away from the walls, staring at you as you approach. Your little goblin friend raises a finger from his foot to point up at it and says, Horse! Horses. Uh, uh, yes, thank you. Uh, I guess we're all here and see this is what's going on. Yep. I'm just going to... eyebrow just gonna was tap. raised gonna tap Lynn on the shoulder who I saw take so many drugs and just say <laughs> I see it too <laughs> no yeah that's that's a long horse what it's got a name how many horses Wolf. is it <laughs> uh, it is at least six horses long oh, huh? my God. oh no it's a revolver of horses good old six wait there's six of us well, yeah, it's good news for Argo, because Argo owns a donkey. Uh, give me a notice check for Argo. And no! One for... <laughs> <laughs> and one for Nicodemus. No! Ooh, look at them checky checks. Oh, those are some good checks. That checks out the wazoo. All right, Nicodemus, you're looking around in a panic. You don't see any sign of your horse around. It could have been subsumed into this beast for all you know, and that is a dreadful thought that you sincerely hope is not the case. Argo, you notice part of the stable fencing has been broken down. It seems likely that at the sight of this conglomerate forming, some of the beasts may have escaped. Jerry's a survivor. Always has been. <laughs> is long horse being aggressive at all it's just staring oh you like it cautiously it, approach give me a riding check <laughs> i have that now yeah this system doesn't have a direct uh, equivalent to animal handling i don't think so that's gonna be our closest bet oh my goodness uh that's pretty good that's real good <laughs> wow i can't believe that lynn just horse. tames the red hair <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lynn, you approach this horse. 
and you see that distant stare in its eyes, its eyes that are wobbling in place a little bit, looking uh, in two separate directions. Careful yes. now. Creatures of the dream ain't to be trusted. I think there's what? something wrong with this horse. You're telling yeah. on yourself. <laughs> you think you can probably assert your will over this horse, dominate it, and make it serve you oh, well. as a good horse should. Just kind of like looks around the stables. So there's really no other horses. Just... <laughs> you don't see any others around. Uh, Nicodemus is shaking and he has his hand on his gun. No need for that. Just trust me. Um, I say, I like good. intimidate it into focusing its eyes on mine. Yeah, <laughs> intimidate it. I'm imposing my will. <laughs> I tell Lynn if Petticoat's in there, I'm putting it out of its misery. Oh my gosh! Both your dice exploded two rolls in a row. <laughs> what the Jesus hell's wrong Christ. with you, man? I love Long Horse. Yeah. Long Horse <laughs> loves you. You know what? I... The horse. We're gonna learn it can only say its name like a Pokemon, and it's gonna get so much worse. No. <laughs> so, as you lock eyes with Long Horse, it suddenly scuttles in a burst of speed towards you, stopping just a foot short with like a sudden stop, almost like those beetles you see who move so fast they have to stop every once in a while because they can't see when they're moving. And it pauses right in front of you, its lower jaw hanging slack as a foot of tongue rolls out and it just snorts out as if awaiting a command from you. Good horsey. The goblin points up at it. Good horse. No. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, looks like our ride is uh, ready and willing. We can get some saddles. What? Uh. I don't ride. I'll walk safer that way. Huh. <laughs> it's not how Maybe it's best to go. leave this thing here. I mean, if Beck doesn't ride, then that means there's a spot for the goblin. <laughs> Finally. This, this, <laughs> I can't, he's, not saying you, he's not saying you can't take it. He's just saying he won't. Uh... Like, I, I don't want to, but, but I, I trust you. You got this. No, I'm trying to like, this is this is me, the player, trying to gauge if this is the course of action that should be taken. Everyone gets familiar. You, you, Congratulations. You, you, rolled those, you rolled those exploding dice for a reason. We, you yeah, sure I, did. Yeah, this yeah. horse is bonded to you. This really is our Pokemon campaign. I'm upsetty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's a seat for everyone. I think I, I think it's a good idea. I had a very we different have... plan. <laughs> I have a Can we fit these things with saddles? 
you 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 can probably fit them with saddles. You might cover up uh, the eyes. Honestly, that might be an improvement. That would be an improvement. That would be an improvement. That would be a good idea. Sounds like an improvement to me. <laughs> All right. First tandem horse in the West. Excellent. So mechanically, uh, those of you riding uh, on the horse, on the long horse, will the regain, one horse. Yes, the one horse. Yes. Will regain uh, power points if you have them, as if you were resting while you walk. What if you don't have a riding Wonderful. skill? Um, then you might have difficulty riding it in combat, but it should be easy enough to ride out. <laughs> we can use it like a wagon and just use it as like defensive barrier. Is a long Beck horse is easier to... or harder to ride? <laughs> instead of instead of like because he's not going to ride on them, mm. Beck is going to hold the reins and walk ahead. Does it like you? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's going to be blinded. The front Dang. one. You're going to put the blinders on it. Oh, Beck, if there's reins, Beck is going to and they'll if they're if they're being saddled, then he's going to either suggest someone does it or uh, do it himself. Uh, and the reason why is he's going to say. These things, they don't they don't have thoughts like us, but the less it can see, the better. Doesn't look like it has thoughts at all. Oh, I'm sure it has some. They're just not like ours. Could Nico roll survival to see if he can find any traces of his horse? Yeah, give me a survival. Caboose number five. Oh, nice. As you're doing that, uh, the goblin picks up some strands of hair that have fallen from the long horse and tie them back on. Oh. All right, uh, that's a good survival roll. Uh, you notice several sets of hoofprints emerging from the stables through a busted down fence. It does look like some animals have escaped. Yours very much might be among them. I pursue that. Is that escaped into outside the bubble um, or into town. It's hard to tell from here since this is right on the edge. If I wanted to track it down, what should I do? Uh, you can give me another survival or a notice. There's too many tracks going in too many different directions. Unfortunately, you can't really make heads or tails of where any specific pair has gotten off to. Can I try and notice if I see any more hairs? Sure. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of hair around. Can I follow it in a direction? Yeah. So you can follow what looks like the color of your particular horse's hair. And it looks like it does go out into the wilderness, into the other side. I'll walk for now. <laughs> Suit yourself. Not a smart move, I say. Now. We're going to want to burn that flag and get rid of it on the way out. 
So I guess this is our last chance. Does anyone have anything left here that they want to hold dear? I guess we'll take that as a no then. Yeah, I think we're ready to go. So Beck is going to walk back towards where the banner is and kind of gather everyone and the horse uh, and, and everyone, I guess, just like by the front area of town, the road leading out. And he's gonna. He is normally an, a humorless man, but he a, a, he's very a very serious look kind of comes over his face, and he just says, "This will be deeply unpleasant. You need to let it happen. What comes will come, and there is no fighting it. The more lucid you are there." the more it will tug at you. It will pull you to pieces. On your left will be the happiest memory you have, and on the right, the worst suffering you've ever seen. Things greater than your image of God will be watching us out there, far in the distance. Their cries echoing for eons longer than our world has even been alive. Keep your head down and just let it happen. Because if you stop for even a second to think about it, to get lost in it, it will destroy you. Do you all hear me? At this point, I'm just wondering how, uh, how are those mushrooms kicking in? Did you say we'd have to roll like a vigor or something like that to see how we handle? Yeah, once them? we're once we head out of town, you'll be rolling vigor, but they you're starting to feel them. Gotcha. <laughs> OK. I think with that, Beck, uh, Beck begins to turn and walk out into into the cloudy haze. And, he, you know, he raises his hands once more, snaps his fingers and just goes, Erebus and sees if he if he comes in the shadow. You feel the tiger of shadows stalking at your side, but it gives a gruff bristle as you call at it, almost as if reminding you that you don't tell it what to do. And then it's gone again. What the fuck is that? That right there's the Lord of Hunger. <coughs> and then he walks into the dark. Every second I have known, this man has gone worse. <laughs> I'm just running with the assumption that Argo literally never saw the tiger. Yeah, that's very likely. What were the pews? Flag? <laughs> you guys, I mean, you guys know what to do. Yeah, I was. He, you guys got to be the last people out, so... I nominate Lynn to give that a shot. <laughs> bring that banner down. Like you just snap it right in half. Let's bring that banner down. All right, give me a fighting roll. Fight that banner. Wait, why are we bringing the banner down? <laughs> All right. This banner, this is just wooden cloth. You can rip this apart pretty easy. But as you do, as you set your hands upon it and pull it from the ground, you notice it's taken root and as you pull it up 
little writhing tendrils break off of the bottom of the banner, and you see them squirming around before starting to shrivel and wither. And you feel a shiver run through your body as the town gets a little bit colder, a little bit more vulnerable. It's now or never. Uh, why do we do that? I'm getting exclusively bad feedback. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it was very specifically to help back. So this is. Oh, it's to help back, huh? Okay. <laughs> That's great. That's what I wanted to hear. Oh. Look, do you want your ticket out of here to shrivel up and die? Are you telling me this was a good change? <laughs> it's a change. The oh, right. The banner just. Argo, it might that. be. It might be working out better for you if if you take those mushrooms. Oh yeah, I imagine what? the town getting worse just now. Ugh. All right, so who's getting on the horse? <laughs> no. Chance is definitely getting on the horse. Getting yeah. on the horse. <laughs> Conrad, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell, uh, hey, little guy, Gurgle, that's your name. Gurgle, get up on the horse. Okay. <laughs> it says things. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now, I'm imagining a bunch of people high on shrooms getting on top of a horse and being like, your fur is so nice. It's so nice to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it looks like long horse. That's no. got a glorious mane of side comb. You need to keep it when you pet it. It's just imagining oh. a horse girl on shrooms. <laughs> it's just not great. Argo's looking right. for the, 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 the section that has the least tongue. Uh, that'd probably be the back. That would be the back. That makes that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a lookout. You just facing backwards. Uh, <laughs> it's not the worst for sanity. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna head out into the other side now. This will be fun. Um, let's see. Well, is it? I. Uh, It'll be fun in third person. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and hide the horse so we can see more of this beautiful background art. Those are even longer horses. Heading out into the other side proper, you bear witness to all manner of impossible forms of landscape and architecture. The bones of beasts who would put mountains to shame with their sheer bulk lay rotting in this realm of decay. Everybody, either give me a spirit roll if you're using some form of meditation or focusing technique to keep yourself within this liminal space, or vigor if you're using drugs. <laughs> Ooh. 
So many dice. Lots of dice. All the dice. All right, I'll go through these one by one. Oh. Yeah, you're probably going to want to bet me that one. <laughs> there you go. There we okay. go. That's the first time we see an eight explode. It's hard. It is hard. All right, so let's see. Chance, you are successful. Uh, Beck, you were not successful with your first one. Uh, Nicodemus, you get a raise. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that has no effect currently. That would basically help you come back for the brink if you were really starting to feel it, but you're already fine. Uh, Lynn, you're good. Argo, you're good. Conrad, you're good. And Taslin, after that, Benny, you're feeling good. You're feeling <laughs> the dream, and you're letting it take you to where you need to go. Now, Beck, Beck has walked the dream long enough that he's able to notice when he starts to slip and, and pull himself back down into that suggestible state. Uh, but I think that panic at the start never goes away. That foreign feeling, no matter how many times he's done it, still wells up uh, as he's touching that other darkness deeper to go into this place. Nicodemus just looks around him and notices that the world is different, but it's still part of everything, part of creation. He is also a part of that creation. It is part of everything. This is just nature expressed in another way, in another set of rules, but a rules nonetheless. And as you journey forth, you feel on the edge of your periphery numerous creatures that pass you by as you threaten to slip from the state of semi-lucidity. They pause and take notice of you, but because everybody succeeded on your checks, they do not linger. This does not become an altercation on the road to your destination. Argo just thinks, shit, it's not that big a deal. It's just purple. <laughs> oh, poor Argo. Is he just always in a liminal state? <laughs> <laughs> As Argo says that, he's just, just out of frame. He doesn't see the, the horrible nightmare creatures stalking behind him. Yeah, <laughs> just the, loom, the looming anglerfish maw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, and... Beck, as the one leading this train, you're going to give me a occult roll to try and guide it towards its destination. Well, that's not great, because his occult is actually surprisingly low. Oh, but it flooded. Never mind, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, so you are in the realm of decay. You are leaving some form of solace, some form of sanctity. According to the rules of how the other side is arranged, where are you headed from there? Yeah, uh, Beck is currently trying to find, uh, obviously his goal is to, to find the center of the, the domain of decay where presumably the throne of Lord Barbeus sits, but uh, he knows that out here on the other side, like these people are not, no matter how successful they are, at slipping into this trance state um, and no matter how well they can listen to his guidance 
this place at some point will shift and will turn and it is not meant for people from this side so his his focus right now he wants to find a witch a crone someone who is a denizen of this nightmare to help guide them or give them a blessing to invite them into the dream as her guest and so with that in mind Beck's goal is not fear or hunger or decay. It is simply the curiosity of wandering. Hmm. So if we could put it into a term, you are headed towards wanderlust. Yes. All right. That's ironic. (laughs) Not all uh, who wander are lost, but... That is the the only verb we can use for uh, transitive movement states. The only realm where being lost is a destination. Indeed. So we're going to head. (laughs) We're going to head further into the other side. Past the bounds of Southpaw, leaving that far in the distance. You do not see so much as feel your destination approaching as you approach it. As what you are attempting to reach is not a static location. It is almost a state of being, this wanderlust. And soon you arrive at its threshold. There you see as lucidity starts to return to you. A small collection of what looks like cottage rooms standing upon spindly legs that scuttle through the darkened landscape of the other side. Yassified Baba Yaga. And (laughs) as this Yassified Baba Yaga house comes to a rest, it sets itself down before you. And Beck, you know, this is where you are meant to be. I think he immediately turns to the others and just says, We are guests to this place, and you will heed the master of the house. And then he knocks on the door politely and just says, Grandmother, I've brought visitors. As you make yourself known, announcing your presence, the door slowly creaks open as the segments of the house shudder and rearrange themselves into one larger building. An invitation has been extended. I had a quick question. Yeah. Do we have a sense of like, how much time has passed since we were on the trail here? Time is very nebulous and difficult to measure, but your nearest guess gather. is about an hour. Okay. I had a feeling that wasn't going to abide by normal rules, but it's funny, it's funny, it's funny that we talked about annihilation during the break. To regenerate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a shame I broke my watch and I turned it into a compass. Yeah. 
The Could I make of... an occult roll for any unspoken rules? Oh, that's a good Yeah, play here. All right. Now, you haven't personally dealt with any witches. In your experience, most people that get called witches are just women who like to live out in the woods with other women or a whole bunch of cats. But in the stories you've read, they can be likened to the Fae. And in that they are creatures of bargain and contract. You don't want to offer something to them that you cannot pay for. Nor do you want to accept anything from them without fully understanding the terms of their generosity. After you, Beck says as he opens the door and allows them to walk in. I'll walk in first. Chance goes in second. Gurgle's gonna stay out here with the long horse. Keep it company. <laughs> Sounds good. No. Alright. I give I Toby a... a stern look before heading in. <laughs> Beck has a... I, I have one thing I want to do is Beck before he walks in. What's that? Alright. All right, Ooh. cool. Uh, are the vines growing on the house awake? Yeah, mm, ish. They are alive, but I wouldn't call them awake. They are not the sort of vines that you need to be wary of here. They look more topside in origin. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, is there anything else he notices about the fauna of the house or anything that would imply anything out of the ordinary from his previous visits to this location? Nope, not in particular. Okay, he just walks in. Okay. Closes the door behind him, takes his shoes off. All right. And Argo, are you sneaking in unseen? Argo just reflexively doesn't want to be seen in this these is situations. Just how he do. It's a pattern of behavior. Sure. <laughs> Try to sneak against the all-powerful witch that can blink you out of existence. It's a great idea. It's a yeah, good roll. It's a good roll. All right. Let's move inside, shall we? Cozy. Inside the first room of this cozy little cabin... You see a crackling hearth with a cauldron above it. All manner of strange mushrooms and other reagents hanging and growing here and there. Some star charts, some other odds and ends that you can't quite identify, but ultimately this place looks rather comfortable, rather homey. It's certainly a lot warmer and more inviting than anything Southpaw has to offer nowadays. And sitting at a table in the center of this room, in this rather small room, you notice, is a rather small person. 
It looks Aww. like a tiny alligator woman clutching a staff, giving you a really wide smile as she appraises those of you who enter her domain. Nico takes off his hat in respect. That is the unique glee of someone who's killed many people. <laughs> Let's see. Rolling some dice. Excellent. You asked me to not be a stranger. I brought visitors for you. Again, you darkened my door. <laughs> this raspy voiced old woman clicks her tongue and shakes her head at Beck and then points her staff up at Lynn and says, You there, the tall drink of water. Bonk him on the head for me. I cannot reach. I will happily oblige. <laughs> Argo just registered. Oh, they're not related. <laughs> Grandma. And uh, after the bonk is delivered, she nods in approval. Yes, this is excellent bonk. You are, you are a strong boy. I appreciate this. And then she turns and looks to Argo. When you are invited into our house, you come presenting yourself. You do not skulk around like burglar. What is problem with you? Uh, it's in my nature. You say that again, I'm taking your tongue and putting it in a jar on the earth. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but enough of you. I am done with you. I'm looking to you now. And she looks at Beck. Why do you bring these topsiders to my abode? Why are they not jelly? <laughs> you taught me better than that. And I think as he says that, he walks over to the table. Is there Are there any, like, bowls or cups or anything on the table? Uh, she sees your wandering eye and what it's looking for, and she taps on the table with her staff. And several of the round indentations in the table spring up into fully formed cups and saucers. Yeah. Beck takes hers and fills it with hot soup or, you know, whatever she has on the hearth and provides it to her first, serving the host of the house and says, drink up. We want you to stay healthy now, don't we? No, it seems you have not forgotten all your manners. Of course not. She Anything goes to drink for you. and then just like loudly slurps at it, like with no manners, what to speak of herself. I brought them here because, well, what else would I do when I have no idea where to go? You always know what's best. <laughs> so you are in need of guidance, I see. Ha, sit down, have reading. Beck sits at the table. She uh, reaches beneath the table. It's got a, a blanket wrapped around it, like a little kotatsu. And she pulls out a stack of cards, one that you are quite familiar with. She often divines past, present, and future through the art of tarot. Huh. I will give you a simple reading. Three cards spread. 
No Celtic cross. This one tends to start fires when he sees the cross. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Laugh, damn it. Ha <laughs> 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 just smiles. Oh, I'm laughing so good. Widely. Damn, it's a good laugh. Hey, 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 good. Madame Madoska has jokes. Now then, let us read you. And I am going to get the <laughs> deck ready. explode on laughing. <laughs> You're very good at selling it. She's impressed. I mean, if I didn't re-roll, I was going to free... Re I was, if I didn't explode, I was going to re-roll for free. <laughs> <laughs> How big is the table? Is um, it big enough for everyone? Uh, yeah, but you're gonna be like bumping shoulders. This this room is her sized, and she's very I'll stand. small. Sure. <laughs> All right. Now, if you go over to the cards tab in Foundry, you should see a hand that's called tarot reading. Ooh. So go ahead and pop that out, and Beck, you are gonna get to draw. Let me shuffle it. We have shuffled it. How many cards do I draw? Um, total of three, but we'll do one at a time and read each one as it comes up. Okay. As uh, someone who... Oh, go oh, on. Sorry, good. I was going to say, unrelated, as someone who does tarot, I would like to know what you did for this in Foundry later. Oh, yeah. I'll absolutely show you. <laughs> so you how do so, you bring that again? Uh, on the card stacks tab, uh, you should see under the tarot folder is a hand called tarot reading. Just me, like, is there that. like an expand... Um, there it is. No. Oh, there it is. It wasn't working for a oh, while. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So let's see. Get my notes out. As someone who has never done a tarot reading, I have a cheat sheet with me. And as you uh, look at Madame Madoska, you see she has a little book at her side. Like, oh, hey, tarot reading. Three cards <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, I love her so much. <laughs> I just love lizards so much. I, just, I, wanna, I wanna hug all the lizards. I like lizards. <laughs> They're so good. They're my favorite. You guys uh, don't understand right. this about me. I like lizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know what the next campaign is. Jeez. This is my one lizard death trade. game. <laughs> uh, I just love lizards. Um, so Beck is going to, in a show of like very great politeness, I think his entire demeanor has changed. Mm -hmm. um, so he has taken his hat off and like hung it on the coat rack. He has taken his boots off and they are by the door. Now that he is sitting at the table, he has taken his gloves off. And uh, for all of you who are looking at his hands, his left side is like really fucked up. Like just... It, it, if it was not clear before, this man was laying in fire. His whole right hand is just covered, or left hand is like covered in burned flesh and scars. His, the, the left side of his face is all messed up. He uh, suffered some pretty grievous damage. Um, and you see like as he's in the warmth of this firelight, like when he's taking his gloves off, uh, where the shadow was, like it's almost like it's sticking to him as it pulls away and dissipates. And then once, you know, he's taking these off, if you're just staring at like his hands, his face no longer shaded by the shadow, he just looks like a normal dude. I mean, he's burned up, but he's flesh and bone like anyone else. Mostly and bone at this point. With these, uh, <laughs> with these newly ungloved hands uh, and sort of upright posture, uh, he just reaches forward and draws a card. 
All right. And with our tarot reading tonight, we have uh, some art courtesy of Ram the Dragon uh, for our tarot deck. And we're going to put a link to what? this in the doobly-doo. Yeah. What? What? This is an entire gimmick that I did not know existed in this campaign, <laughs> and I am so ready for it. Now, uh, if you click the button on the far right uh, next to the Wheel of Fortune card that has been drawn, uh, you'll see a little pop-out so you can see the, the full art on that card. And you can uh, see it has been uh, pulled inverted. Where is it? Is uh, it the, the little arrow that says play card? Yeah, that's the one. It says there are no hands or piles that you can pass to. Uh, let me give you a pile you can pass to so you can see the, the full majesty of this card. One moment. How, how is this campaign real? <laughs> I, <laughs> let's see. Let's are next level. <laughs> I love this little witch so much. I'm going to cry looking at her. I love uh, her so much. She's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Probably. All right. Now you should be able to use it. Oh, sick. All right. And now she, so cool. Oh, that's why it's inverted. She looks across uh, the table to you and she says, uh, what does this one say? I cannot read upside down. <laughs> the fortune. Oh, the, the fortune, like the wheel of fortune. Uh, let's see. And she looks uh, down in her little booklet she's got. It's the wheel of fortune. That's the very last one. You're making me do a lot of work here. All right. So this is in your past. You draw the wheel of fortune. It tells me of achievement, of a sense of belonging. In your case, I think it is a sense of belonging and achievement that you have lost. Now. Draw another card. Tell me of your present. That was too good for Beck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we got the star inverted. The this art is unbelievable. What? <laughs> That's right as hell. Ah, the star inverted. <laughs> this tells me of hopelessness, of despair. You are despondent with a lack of faith, surrounded in negativity. Am I on point here? <laughs> Always. Well, excellent. Now let us glimpse at your future. Ah, the chariot. And this one is right way up. I can read it myself. Your future is marked with ambition, with a type of determination and focus that will see you complete a great task. But it does not say if you will survive this task. Well, I've been through worse, that's for sure. Let's do another. Get this one out of here. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Beck uh, stands up and he looks back to all of you and says, You heard her. Take a seat. He Beck is going to walk around towards the the alligator woman and just begin taking care of her house, like doing chores. Like he's cleaning her house. He's this doing is dishes. Surreal. And, what and Beck sweeping is this? the floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this the guy that shot Bucky? She puts her feet up he and shot Beck Bucky? puts a little cushion under them. Or you weren't there for that. 
who else? Who else wants leading? How big are oh. these chairs? Are they big enough? No. Oh my god. Is the right is the can we volunteer or is the Oh you can volunteer. I'll go next. Alright. Ah, uh, Mr. White Wolf. Tall, handsome. Hmm, but a bit of sadness about your eyes I cannot place. Tell me, what is it that you want read? Ask question of me. Hard one. I have many questions. First and of I... all, I'm looking for my horse. Oh, all right. Let's let's do a horse draw. Horse reading. <laughs> let's go. And uh, the deck has been shuffled, so you may draw into it when you are ready. Ah, the inverted magician. I have learned to read upside down. I am a quick learner. <laughs> Kobold make condom. <laughs> ah, the past is full of manipulation, of trickery, of wasted talent. Does this describe your horse? He's a bit of a stubborn bastard. Ah, this is a very multifaceted horse. I am impressed. Try again. Temperance inverted. This is a horse without temperance. It, it, it craves excess and extreme. It is a reckless horse. <laughs> what is what is the horse's name? I feel like I should know this before I desert its future. You can call him Petticoat. Petticoat. Hmm. This is a good name for a horse. Not one of those strange pun names they use in the derbies. He's petty and he has coat. Never mind, I don't like it anymore. Draw the card. <laughs> the chariot. Ah, appropriate card for a horse. Your horse's future is full of success and determination. Your horse has a strong will and an ambition to succeed. A wave of relief comes over him, like, just the weight comes off. He's like, oh. This horse is a survivor. It ain't gonna give up. Thank you, man. Alright. Reset that deck and shuffle it again. Would anyone else like to have their fortune read? Kind of. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say Conrad go. would sit down. All right. Oh, little duck man. Tell me, what is it you want to know? Careful of this one, grandmother. He's got bite. Mm, does he now? Hmm. I admit there is a certain je ne sais quoi about him, but he's not the one here who catches my eye. Hmm. I want to know if the nature of where we are can teach me more about how the world works and if I can use that to improve lives on the top side. Hmm. An interesting goal you have. Let us see what the cards will say about you. Draw. 
the wheel of fortune inverted you will in your past you have had a lack of closure a lack of achievement you have felt incomplete and you have felt emptiness as your pursuits have come up wanting does this describe you well yes it does I see I see again Mm, the Emperor. In the present, you are seeking stability. You are seeking structure. You are seeking to protect something. Your focus has come to a means of practicality. You are attempting to exert control over that which cannot be controlled. Now let us see your future. Conrad just like nods to that because it makes all too much sense. Ah, the world has been inverted upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's see. Is that Arco laughing? No, yeah. you would. it sounds different when he does it. It's just, <laughs> real, it's real specific. <laughs> when he does it, it's more persuasive. Yeah. <laughs> Laughs persuasively. Like the, the... The feathers on we, before she even explains the card, the feathers on my neck sort of turn up a, a little bit. Like I'm a little like anxious because I feel like the card looks like me. Your future is marked with misfortune, a lack of control. You will be clinging to that which you cannot fully grasp. So that's good for you. Get out of the chair now. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was very funny that the world was inverted because plot of the game yep yep appropriate all right who's next chance is gonna sit down don't steal the cards don't steal the cards don't steal the cards don't steal the cards they are uh, so yes. cool this Ugh. is the one I have been waiting for I think I think Beck is like staring daggers at chance <laughs> just like if you do anything i swear to god i have seen the way your fingers twitch when i draw from the deck i see something in you something different from the others oh please tell me what it is oh oh uh she smiles wide. It would be inappropriate to call it a crocodile smile as she is an alligator, but you see those sharp teeth spread impossibly far up her cheeks as the room goes dark around you. Only the faint light from that hearth and the glow of her eyes lighting up the room. She spreads not three cards, but five across the table and then taking her hand back in the other direction, they turn themselves over, and you see the images of those you came here with upon them. Chance, you look around and you realize you're alone here now. It's just you and Madame Madoska. The others appear to be, as far as you can tell, trapped within these cards. A sudden lurch hits your stomach as you realize what has happened. Oh. Goodness. 
You have potential to be useful to Madame Madoska. Bully for you. But Madoska needs to see just how lucky you are. Now then. I do love a game of chance. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to make the dealing with the devil deck visible so we can go from that. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Observer, observer, and then the hand. I want you to really repeatedly warn people not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Our very own Cassandra. All right, so now you in the dealing with the devil folder on the card stacks, you should see Chance's hand. I do. All right. Now, please draw into Chance's hand from the dealing with the devil deck. And you will draw... What's the size of a poker hand? Is it five cards? It's five, five cards. It's five cards. Please draw five cards into your hand. What a coincidence. <laughs> All right. And then she's going to do the same. So let me go do that for her. If if I click play card to look at the art, will it get, remove this card from his hand? Uh, only if you click confirm after that. Uh, okay. These are not these are not special card art, though. These came Is there a way for us to see this? <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, if you're in the card stacks, you can open uh, Chance's hand. By dragging it out. Or clicking yep. on it, I think? Or something mm, like that. Okay. Yep. Alright, so these just come with Foundry, yeah. Yeah. Are these the Deadlands cards? Yes. Oh, sick. Alright. So, what's the best poker hand you can play? Pair of Aces. Okay. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> she. Uh, good thing that you know, you challenge someone that knows poker hands. Yeah, right. Let's see. Poker hands. Google. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. The closest I've come to learning poker hands is almost learning mahjong. <laughs> so, Kyle, you cannot, uh, you can't beat a pair of aces, unfortunately. There's no, Damn. there's no, can't. no combination possible. You don't have to look In- it up. You just can't, <laughs> you can't beat it. I love that Chance's first fucking hand is a pair of aces. So good. Yeah. The question that's... is, did he cheat? <laughs> that's that's interesting, isn't it? So uh, she has a pair of diamonds. <laughs> Good for her. Wait, like not even a number? Uh, oh, it's number, not suit. In that case, she has <laughs> a high card of queen. Excellent. Uh, I was not very sure. prepared for this. Yeah, right? I'm not, I'm not sure if you have very good luck or you are able to mitigate my own substantial fortune as she looks at her cheat sheet of what poker hands are worth. <laughs> she doesn't I'm know her I'm not going to Vegas or with her you. poker. She's flipping <laughs> through her little book. No, you should literally come to Vegas with him next month with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I like that she's a witch that doesn't know tarot and doesn't know cards. <laughs> she just has to look at a rule book. 
but either way, you do have potential indeed. I would like to make a deal with you, Spotted Cat. Anything. In exchange for a few tricks I can teach you, I would like you to owe me a favor to be redeemed at a later date. What kind of tricks are we talking? She holds up one of the cards, not one of the ones with your friends upon it, but one of the ones that she had to look up the value of. And she casts it aglow with energy and then tosses it daintily out the window, after which you hear an explosion. Gambit, holy shit. I've been trying to figure out how to make that work for a long time. Well, I guess it is your lucky day then. <laughs> now then, shall we shake on it? And she extends her small spindly hand across the table to you. Chance Chance has like a moment of hesitation thinking of all the warnings that Beck has presented about this place and and coming here and interacting with the witches. And then he just thinks about that card exploding outside and, and immediately extends his paw to shake. <laughs> the deal is sealed then. You will be of great use to Madame Madoska. Just let me know what you need. Anyway, and as you look, she leans back and all your your cohorts are back surrounding you again as if nothing untoward happened. I think we are done with the readings, don't you think? We've got to learn a lot today. Now, Argo, did you want to get a reading? Uh, you know what? I I'm good. I don't really do the fate thing. And then he thinks for a second about the social pressure and his responses to like to curtsy out of politeness. That's his <laughs> decorum band-aid for not fucking with this. <laughs> Madoska can tell without the cards what is in store for you. It is oh. not good. Say what about Lynn? Oh. You you have done me a great service bonking my most beloved little wooby on the head. Would you like your fortune read? So it rhymed. Out of out of character, I do have a question, but it's not. I don't, uh -huh. It's backstory I have not shared with you, so it would be difficult to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I get a rain check on that? Oh yes, as it so happens, uh, an agent of mine will help facilitate this in the future. And she smiles to chance and then winks like so obnoxiously, obviously, that it almost looks like she's having a tiny stroke. You, are, are you okay? actually just can't help but grin back. What, what's going on? Anyway, it is time you are leaving. I have worn out my social battery for the next century. Uh, let me give you something uh, for the road. And she pulls out a tremendous 
purse from beneath the table that is almost as large as she is. She plops it down on the table, unsnaps it, and then dives headfirst into it, searching for something. Let's see, it's around here somewhere. I know I did not leave it there. Uh... Ah, here we go. And from within the purse, she tosses out six little lumps of cloth. Little bundles that immediately remind Lin of the last cloth bundle he was made to deliver. But hopefully the contents of these are a little more benign. Can I sniff it? Yeah, give that a sniff. Give that a notice for me. <laughs> are we all noticing or just Lin? Uh, anyone who wants to examine. Uh, a, lot of good, a lot of good noticing happening. Yeah. I was just thinking of the, the gif of like a bunch of hyenas surrounding an egg sniffing. And it's like, Ooh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Conrad and Lynn. Uh, it smells like a plant of some kind, slightly herbal in nature. Nicodemus and Argo, you recognize I this particular. Oh. That was your, your performance. So never mind. Yeah. Nicodemus, <laughs> you've smelled this as something that gets used in brewing only occasionally. And Beck, you know what this is from having used it previously. Yeah. And she unwraps one of them to show you. Let me grab my hand out. She unwraps the cloth delicately and shows you a strange burnt husk of something with uncomfortable holes di uh -uh. diving deep into it. Uh, Nicodemus and Beck, you realize this is a lotus pod. It has been fired in an oven or likely in this very hearth. Delicious. This is the Lotus of the Dream Eaters. It will help you find your way on your journey. I think Beck walks over, uh, kind of puts his, his arm around her uh, in a very familial and friendly way, kind of gets on one knee, gives her a little peck on the cheek and says, oh, always with the gifts when I visit. Thank you, Grandma. Someone has to make sure you eat something. You are all skin and bones. It is disturbing to look upon. Well, and then he, Beck just very casually just takes a bite of it and just starts eating it. It tastes like ash, like you remember oh. it does. Tasty, tasty ash. She burnt the shit out of it. I want to ask her, could I ask a question of you and not the cards? Of course. What can Madame Madoska do for you? Um, I ask, is it possible to kill a Lord of the Domain? <laughs> You're very ambitious, you are. The Lords of these domains, the Eternals, they call themselves. They are quite immortal. But... I suppose all things die in time. It may just take 
a little extra doing to spirit them to the beyond. Hmm. Thank you. You're is there a price to... I say, is there a price to these? And I hold up the pods. Oh, you should ask that before you eat them. And she points to Beck and just <laughs> grins. But no, these are my gratuity, free of charge. I have already made quite the bargain today, and I am sated. <laughs> Can I roll a notice? Yeah. It's not ominous at all. Don't like that. Ooh. Uh, you know, you have been picking up on the glances exchanged between her and Chance, and you realize, ah, fuck. They made a deal of some kind. You don't know how, you don't know when, but they're on the same page. Ah. All right, now get the fuck out of my house. You have a train to catch. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll be back soon. You'd better. Uh, Beck, you know, puts his clothes back on, his shoes back, well, his gloves, his shoes, his, uh, his hat back on. Uh, and he, he looks back to her and says, uh, just kind of quickly before he decides to leave, is just, you sure you don't want to come outside? I got the big kitty out there waiting, I know you love him. Nah. <laughs> He we knows got a long horse. You have a long horse? Okay, I'll go see that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she gets up and like hobbles on her cane outside. This is the longest horse I have ever laid eyes upon. I think I may vomit. <laughs> it's a natural reaction. Just let it happen. Where's Erebus? <laughs> what, how is he responding to her being outside? Uh, Erebus emerges from your shadow, kind of tries to stay away from the long horse, and <laughs> smart rests before her like a kitten, and she just glowers at him. Ah, uh, well. Well, uh, we'll mend that bridge at a later date, I suppose. All right. And with that, our group heads back out into the wilderness of the other side. Does anyone want to eat their lotus pods? Yeah. Other than Beck, yes. he already has. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I saw Beck eat it. So yeah. Conrad is immediately. Is, yeah. Following his lead. Argo's, right. Argo's just sulking. <laughs> Actually, uh, before I eat the pod, can I roll a cold? Uh, sure. He's just like, God damn it. I had a simple request. No fate. When did it anyway? Funny thing about fate doesn't care what you think. She did that out of spite. <laughs> All right. You remember hearing stories about the Lotus as a symbol in mythology. It is often used to represent some sort of peace and tranquility, and it is often used as a means to explore the dreaming. And if those legends do hold true, then that is likely what this is for in this particular instance. Something that will let you dreamwalk 
without the more deleterious effects of drugs. Has the previous uh, effects already worn off at this point? No, not really. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to eat my pod. Yeah, you can save it for later. Gonna put it in my inventory. Yeah. All right. Argo so, is straight is straight edge. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> so heading back out into the wilderness. Let's make another round of those checks. Spirit, if you are not uh, consuming anything or have not consumed anything, and Vigor, if you have. Do I need to if I ate the lotus root? Uh, if you ate the lotus root, your DC is going to be lower. Okay. I'm going to roll Vigor. <laughs> Big dice. Oh, you so won't believe dice. how much spirit can fit in this twink. <laughs> <laughs> He's nothing but spirit. There's certainly no muscle. Wow. <laughs> All lies and sinew. All right. Let's see here. Argo. Absolute success. Great. Great job. Chance, success. Uh, Beck, success. Lynn, success. Conrad, success. Nicodemus, you find your mind wandering, and it's a little more difficult than it has been in the past to keep focus as you meditate. Hey, can I eat the pod? You can eat the pod. All right. All right. That makes it a good bit easier. So... As you continue to traverse the other side, you continue moving through this impossible landscape that bends and shifts more quickly than it should from the speed you are traveling through it. It feels almost as if you are moving through a dream, going from place to place without traveling the distance in between. You continue in this way for some time. Uh, Nicodemus, are you upon the horse or no? No. Beck, are you upon the long horse or no? No, Beck is holding it by the reins and walking in front of it. All right. Only the people who would benefit from restoring power points are not on the horse. Mm -hmm. Excellent. <laughs> um, you continue walking along these dead roads becoming somewhat lucid as you witness an impossibly large corpse sprawled out over a mountain before you. Strange angler lights dance over it, briefly flashing at you and bringing you back into lucidity, a hazard that makes it more difficult to focus upon your dream walking. Unfortunately, this lapse in focus draws you into sharp lucidity away from this liminal space. And that draws the attention of some of the inhabitants of the other side. Longest Give horse. Me... <laughs> Give me a notice check for everybody. 
feel like having low dice is like so powerful because you just explode like fucking crazy. More likely to explode. The, the crits yeah. are nuts, but you get more stability with high yeah, dice. Yeah, completely. So, so my thoughts are like a six is best because that's a 50-50 and a, and a four is, <laughs> you know, 25% chance. Yeah. That's the, the Stilton Gambit. He's got a four in every die and it's paid off dividends. Oh, no, no, it's even worse. God damn it. Okay. I was going to say that low dice is how you get crit fails more, but the only crit fail today was my best skill. Off, yeah. Let me make sure of something. Sorry, hold on. You get to keep your best roll when you spend a Benny, right? Yep, unless it results in a crit fail and you keep the crit fail. Gotcha. Sure, the song you just put on Malicious means that something good's going to happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, really quick, Ka, uh -huh. is an 11 a raise on this situation? It is. Uh, if this was a surprise roll, Beck starts the initiative on hold. Ooh. Like the whole encounter starts on hold. Write that down because we're about to end for the night and I'll forget it. Yeah, just letting right. you know. So most of you, except for Conrad, uh, actually, you got better on your first one. So everybody, Wait. including Conrad. Oh, OK. OK. I was going to say, I still have one more Benny, but. <laughs> yeah. And uh, notices that a large number of creatures are being driven your way. Uh, let's take a look at them. Oh. Oh, they're cute. What that tongue do? What those tongues do. Guys, I think we got to find a, a whole lot of, lot of toes. <laughs> These oh. strange loping creatures uh, rush you from down over a hill. And those of you who got a uh, raise, so Beck, Grayson, and Nicodemus, notice a figure atop the hill that has driven these creatures down into your path intentionally. Well, you'll never guess that we all watched Gremlins together a month ago. <laughs> uh, <coughs> looking up atop that hill, you see a visage that you were not expecting to see. You especially, Beck. Wearing a poncho and sitting atop a great beast is someone who should be dead. Oh. Oh. Buckies? All about the shop then. <laughs> and Beck just flips his poncho out and draws his gun. And the great beast that he sits astride rears up and you recognize it. <laughs> it is what used to be Rick Ryder. Now he's Rick no. Ridden. Uh, now he's Rick Ridden? Oh yeah. no. <laughs> yep. And Rick um, Ridden bellows out. And his says, ass is completely out. It sure is. He has double <laughs> he has double the nips. And this he's got beast his Rick bellows. Unshit your pants. Let's get them toes. Oh no. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end for tonight. Oh no. my god. Oh, no. No. Hate <laughs> no. <laughs> <Take> that. <laughs> Maybe they can be reasoned with. 